You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! BXN, PXN, does whatever a podcast can. And welcome to Podcast PXN, <laughs> episode 214. I am one of your hosts, the independent video essayist on hiatus from Portland, Oregon. Carl, the hiatus is to the video essay part, not the Portland part. I'm definitely not on hiatus from Portland. I still live here. Uh, Christian <laughs> well. Macias, and I'm joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan PXN founder, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM. Bye, I don't know. You guys said anything, man. I know. Anyway. I, I, I thought that whole time for something cool, and that's the best thing I came up with. So. Mm-hmm. And the president of the Tifa Lockhart fan club. He is the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire. Uh, congratulations on a thousand subs at Roro. Yes, thank you, thank you. Hello, hello. Hi. I, I don't have anything clever to say either. I don't know why I was making fun of Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and lastly, Bessley, one half of the Men and Gitch podcast, Battlefield's bad boy, the Tarkov Teletubby himself, Genki, Gage Dempster. Ugh, Genki, are you sure we have permission to use this? Oh, that, that sounds a lot like a, a, a surveillance, and we don't do that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's really good. Yeah, this is what we're getting, Ro. I had to this listen is, to these two fucking I'm so dudes sorry for the talking on the show. I'm so sorry to advance. Wait. Yeah, wait. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Uh, Glenn? Oh. You here? Just as a reminder, though, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN. And also find us on twitch.tv slash Podcast PXN. Housekeeping! Uh, I just include this on my personal document. There's, there's no housekeeping. I, I guess I should say this. I've been gone for the podcast for a while. Full transparency. Uh, they eliminated my, my position at work. So I've been unemployed for three weeks updating the resumes, making new cover letters, and uh, making new blog posts. I put, I, I was working on a video essay that I showed to Ro, and then decided, if I want to get a writing job, I have to uplo- up, update my blog posts. So I decided to stop working on my video essay, start writing some more articles about AI and Hope Core. Um, it, it sucks. Anyway. Topic of the show this week. But I'm, also I'm sorry? Upset. I said I'm glad that you're writing, but I'm also upset that you stopped working on the video. Uh, I am too. It was coming up pretty hot. <laughs> It's kind of pretty hot. I can't wait. I can't wait. Topic of the show this week is get your web shooters out. Spider-Man 2 impressions so far. All four of us have been playing it to various degrees. Gonna We're going to pack that. Whoa, what? <laughs> Why did we get a new Toby line? <laughs> who uploaded Spider-Man. this? I don't know who did that. Ro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who did Ro. that. Yeah. yeah, it was 100% Ro. <laughs> 0% chance it was anyone else. <laughs> yeah, but but first though the show always oh, starts with the PXN news of the week. Go ahead and jump right in. A lot of quick bites this week. Most everything today is in quick bites, so that we can spend more time just unpacking our thoughts so far on Spider Man Two. That's that's uh, I mean that's where the interest is this week. Kind of a slower news week anyway. Um, at least until some new games come out like Alan Wake Two. But until then, some quick bites. Fans will play a key role in the future direction of Insomniac series. Was, uh asked after a potential video uh, spin-off game of Venom. Um, kind of interesting. You don't see a lot of, uh, you know, studios in general 
uh, taking notes on on what fans are wanting necessarily to decide on what to do next. But it seems like if in, Insomniac is kind of listening to to their fans to see if hey they want a Venom game, we might just do it. Interesting. 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 I just want any game from Insomniac because they're all good. I mean, so yeah. At this point, I trust them. Yeah, I trust them to make some corny ass shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm saving every topic of the show. <laughs> He's saving it uh, for the got... topic of the show, but meanwhile, every single segment. It's just it's just it's teasing. It's it's called foreshadowing. It's a it's a very advanced cinematic technique, and you would understand. Yeah, it would understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, speaking of Spider-Man 2, though, some Spider-Man 2 physical copies, physical copies are failing to install. Uh, I I haven't had this problem. I went digital. I think who went physical here? I know Dan went physical. You're you're mm-hmm. you're fine, obviously. Digital. No, you went digital. Yeah. Oh, because the collector's edition, edition is digital. Yeah. Okay. Gauges. Digital. Row. I haven't bought the game yet. Actually. <gasps> Wait, what the fuck? What? I thought, <laughs> I thought you've been playing. No, I haven't been playing. I've been watching my friend play, but I haven't been playing it. What kind of what? shit is this? I thought you've been playing. This is no? wild. The three of us were talking about this, and and Dan mentioned, I think this is last weekend, and Dan was like, oh, you know, well, we'll have to see if Rose playing it. I was like, there's 0% chance that Rose not playing it. And all three of us were like, yeah, of course, Rose playing it. Def- Rose definitely playing it. Rose has not played it. Wow. That's insane. I know. You're really not playing video games, huh? I'm really not playing video games, yeah. That's crazy. That's foreshadowing for what you got for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. I'll probably be playing this in December. But yeah. I, I immediately lost yet, all my I, steam. But I I, I I I am I haven't played it, so I can't talk on a gameplay level, but I I have been watching my friend play from beginning to where he is right now, so I know why? a lot of stuff. Pardon? Why? Why are you doing this? Why am I watching <laughs> why my friend? Why play? are you watching him play? Because <laughs> I can't play it right now. But all the time that you're watching him, <laughs> couldn't that just be you touching the controller? I'm working instead? while I'm playing. I don't think we should spend time on this part. That's crazy. <laughs> until we get to topic of the show. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna save it until then. But okay. Yeah. I, I was gonna pitch uh, doing a spoiler cast next month, but I don't know if we, I don't know if we can do that anymore without you. You can. You literally can. I'm telling you that I have been watching look behind, the game turn so I can right talk now. to you turn, guys to your about left. it. Look, look to your left behind you. You think we can do this without you? Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> this is like Skinwalker Ranch. Is this Roe? Is this actually Roe? <laughs> Roe's going to beat the game through his friend, guys, and then he can do the exactly. spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Anyway, I guess, I guess moving on then. Uh, <laughs> the dire- director of the Smash games, Masahiro Sakurai, tweeted, uh, I finished Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder last night. What? It's a problem when the release dates of big titles you should watch uh, overlap. However, I think both are masterpieces that I can recommend to anyone. The new games are amazing, and I'm grateful to learn for making them. Can we just ask what the fuck this man's doing? Because how the fuck did he beat both of this already? I'm, pre- I'm sure he got Mario Wonder early. You know, he is oh, a Nintendo fair. employee after all, so probably that. That's yeah, fair. and then just, you know. Yeah. Fucking had fun with Spider-Man. Main mainline the campaign, you know. Wild. Very cool to see someone from you know high in the industry enjoying games on, on all levels. Very cool. Here's some actual news though. Square Enix. Sorry, I got a text. Square Enix uh, has given a release window 
of early next year for the upcoming Xbox Open Beta for Final Fantasy XIV. Long awaited for a lot of people. So if you RPG fans want to get into FF14 on Xbox, Open Beta is coming very, very soon. Spring. Hell yeah. That more people are getting to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I threw this in here as in here as well because I thought this was really cool. Uh, Blizzard is asking players to donate blood at their local clinic in return for in-game Diablo 4 items and a chance to win a liquid-cooled PC infused with real human blood. I- insane that that's a real sentence at the end. However, I-, I like this incentive to help you know local centers who are uh, requ- they always are requiring uh, blood donations, and so you know people who a lot of people play Diablo. Let's get them in the blood clinic. Maybe get them a PC with blood in it. Yeah. <laughs> pound for pound, this is definitely a very positive story. And I actually do dig it. But it's, it's just... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure with everything I know about the intricacies of water cooling, that putting iron into it is probably not a good idea. I don't... I don't, I don't think that that jives, if I remember correctly. But, you know, hey, you got blood in your PC. That's kind of cool, I guess. Just... All right, we gotta, corroding. we gotta stop with the B word or I'm gonna pass out. I don't do well with that. Actually, is it is it messing I'm with you that serious. much? It's literally That's crazy. Okay. okay. It's literally something that my dad fucking passed to me because he has the same reaction. I fucking wish I could donate blood, but I will literally pass out the second they jab me with anything. Yeah. Fuck. I'll say this. I'll say this. I won't elaborate, but I'm technically a vampire. I'll let you make your own assumption of what that means. I just saw that you started licking your lips when Dan started talking about him passing out, and that we can, the audience can just draw their own conclusions. There, <laughs> Here we go. We'll just move on for the sake of Daniel for something that he can actually talk about. Uh, the Fallout live-action TV show will premiere on April 4th, 2024 on Prime Video. It comes from Kittler Films, the team behind Westworld. Daniel, how excited are you for this show? Oh. Very excited. I love Fallout. I love that world. Gage, I think, talked about how excited he was for that teaser that leaked from, uh, I think. I'm sorry, April 12th. Oh, April 12th, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The trailer that leaked from Gamescom. Fucking the visual stuff looks really cool. It looks like it's got the visual identity of Fallout. I guess we'll see if it turns out to be good, but pretty optimistic. Gage, are you as well? I am very optimistic, Dan. Thank you for that. I just, I'm curious, does, is Christian aware that this is created, written, and show ran by Jonathan Nolan? Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's a little bit of like actual I, I got a lot reason. Of respect for Jonathan Nolan. There's actually a reason to be hyped for this, like in terms of like proper, this is going to be an actual, you know, TV of substance because yes, huh. he is, he is the lead guy on this and he's actually taken it upon himself to get this thing going. So. That coupled with the leaked teaser that I saw, this is lining up to be a fucking bullseye, in my opinion. This looks really, really good. I'm very excited. I, you know, I kind of excited too. I, I think genu- generally, uh, the the projects from Christopher Nolan that I enjoy more are the ones where he co-writes with his younger yes. brother Jonathan. Yep. Um, I, I think Jonathan's is, is is really great. So finding out that he's doing Fallout actually might pull me in to, to check out this show. Hell yeah. Glenn, Glenn asks if we're more excited for this than the Halo show. Well, I mean, fucking, I was yes. on 
I was on cloud 10 for the Halo show before we got it, you know, not to say that I'm as down on it as others, but uh, yeah, I think now I'm more excited for this than season two of Halo. Yeah. I would agree with that. When is season two of Halo coming out? They no idea. Announced probably next year, but. It's already finished or near finished filming. So yeah, I thought I heard some rumblings about the principal photography wrapping up, but yeah, uh, it's going to be a while then because of the ongoing strikes as well. Yeah. yeah. So okay, Very got true. it. Okay. Some sad news here: Media Molecule has announced that they are laying off fifty to twenty percent of its staff, according to a new report, uh, and they have a message out. Uh, essentially, you know, they, they they ended Dream support earlier this year. Um, and now they're uh, laying off a big chunk of their, their studio to, to focus on an exciting new project. Um, cool to see that they're still working on something new. It's, 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 it sucks to see that they're having to lay off so many people. I think, honestly, I, I don't blame Media Molecule for the rollout of Dreams. I actually, in fact, blame Sony a lot because, yes, it, is very, it was very hard to market that game, but there's still a lot they could have done beforehand, PC. during, and, 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 and... Go ahead, sorry. Sorry, PC port. port. Yeah, of course, of course. PC port would have been huge. Uh, or even including this game as some kind of PlayStation Plus deal, like, uh, way earlier uh, to get, like, more people involved, uh, get, like, more creation on the ground. Yeah, it sucks to see them having to abandon it, because it, it was great. I played it for a while, and I had a lot of fun. I hope that whatever they do next, they get the actual support from from yes. Sony to 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 make to make it a proper like uh, platform game. You know what I mean? A game for their platform. It's strange to me that Sony. It seemed like from Sony's side uh, point of view with Media Molecule and Dream specifically, it was almost like a half measure situation where they gave them full creative control to make this very hard to market, you know, very niche game, but they weren't fully behind them when it came to pitching that to the Sony fan base. Like they should have been, like mm -hmm. you said, they should have been PS plus. They should have done the uh, Sony should have been with them for getting a PC port on like getting, getting that going. They should have been helping with advertising. Like if you're going to say like, okay, we're going to allow you to spend however many resources you're going to do to make this weird game. We might as well at least be in your corner to pitch it. And it seemed mm -hmm. like that's where media molecule or dreams specifically really fell flat. So I agree with you totally. It's very strange, and it sucks because Little Big Planet were were, were fucking amazing games. Like this is a talented studio that does have mm -hmm. really good products in their backlog, and it kind of sucks that Sony seems to kind of yeah just felt like very half measure in terms of dreams and how Sony backed that. So hopefully mm -hmm. this doesn't kill the studio, and I'm sucks for all the people laid off. I hope that they land on their feet somewhere. We do have. Um, Go ahead, bro. I, I agree. I hope that they get the support that they deserve, but it feels like this is like the next <laughs> yeah, the next studio that's gonna close down, unfortunately. That we're gonna be like, oh my god, wow. remember Media Monaco back in the day? It's just I, that's how I feel right now. I, I hope it's not, but the way that they didn't support Dreams and what was the game before that was what Tearaway on Tearaway. Vita. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. that didn't do super greedy. Then again it was trapped on the Vita. Right. But I don't know. Hopefully their next game is a huge success and they, they're able to yeah. keep running, but yeah. I guess just, this, this sounds horrible to say, but like I'm almost a little bit surprised um, that it didn't close sooner. Like I, I, don't, I don't know like how much leeway they have. I, well, I don't know. 
I, I guess when you have supported like Sony consoles like the Vita with Tearaway, you kind of have a little bit of pull to do to do mm. more stuff in, in the in the future. Yeah, I don't know. I I would have loved to see like even like Dreams make it to to VR too. You know, if they did have like that that support, I think having that in VR two would have been would have been kind of a, a bigger push. There's no real push for VR two. That's a that's a separate conversation though. But yeah, anyway, I, I hope whatever they do next is backed by Sony properly, and I and I hope it, I hope it's big with the crowd because I, I agree with Gage. Little Big Planet was super fun. Moving on. Some Microsoft news, some good news. Microsoft has reported a record Q1 for gaming revenue, partly driven by the release of Starfield. I know they also saw a big uh, increase in the amount of like Game Pass subscribers uh, the day that this released as well. So Starfield actually doing huge for Microsoft as an exclusive title. Yeah. Uh... Also, I mean, this is a record quarter for them, but next quarter is probably going to be even more of a record quarter because it'll be the first time. Call of Duty? Yep, with Call of Duty. So, yeah, uh, good news for Starfield, though, and Game Pass. I I think Phil Spencer was on stage somewhere this past week saying how excited he is for a first-party title like Call of Duty to come out. Which sounded very weird to say, because like, <laughs> like this is like just barely going through, you know? Yeah. But I mean, he's not, he's technically not wrong. True. He's not wrong. That, that bothered me a little bit too, though, where, because it's like, you know, you know what's going to happen with this Call of Duty. And I, I would say even the next one, probably Phil Spencer has very little to do with in terms of the success yeah. of it. But you know he's going to be there singing the praises of it, like "Look what we brought yeah. for you." And it's kind of like, ah, oh, but did you, or was yeah. it already on its way out? This is, this is like this is like if I bought like one of those like Papa John's ready to go pizzas or whatever, and then like my friend stuck it in the oven, and then I came over and was like, "Look at what I made!" Right? <laughs> <laughs> Check this shit out, boys. <laughs> you you know what I'm interested to see though. I don't think people give Call of Duty enough credit for what it does for the casual gamer in terms of swaying their opinion because I yes, feel like it's true. Yeah, cuz I feel like, you know, Microsoft had the uh, exclusivity agreement with Call of Duty in the Xbox 360 days and like the first year or so of Xbox 1 and Call of Duty sold by and far better on Xbox because of their marketing partnership and the month early uh, exclusivity. But then Sony, of course, took it over and they've been killing it in that same time span that they've controlled the marketing. Now, obviously, there were other factors at play as well, but I think it's going to be interesting to see if now that Microsoft once again holds the marketing uh, push for Call of Duty starting with next year's game, despite it not having exclusive content like phil said uh will that push people like the casual gamer to play on xbox instead of right. playstation like will that change the narrative for them uh, i don't know it's going to be an interesting but, thing but it might down the line once right. they have like the proper like catalog of games that they can then offer all or most or some of them on via game pass yeah, i think right. having that on the box like in store is going to be going to be huge maybe not Obviously not this year. Who knows if even by the end of next year, but by like 2025, things would look a lot differently for Xbox. And yeah, you're right, Dan. 
it'll be interesting to see when um at the launch of the next console generation too if mm. even just like 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 phil said if he does actually and i think he will um if they do actually get console parody there's no exclusive anything i do wonder like what dan's saying if just for the next xbox whatever it's called just having that splash screen of saying call of duty mm-hmm. you know home on xbox like right. this if that'll be enough that we start seeing the dial shift back towards Dude, all it takes is like for a couple of commercials to play during like some NBA yep. or NFL games, yep. and there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Okay. Two more stories left on Quick Bites. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater gets a new trailer that was out today. We also found out it's under development using uh, Unreal Engine 5. Um, game looks good, looks very pretty. I, I don't have much else to say. Uh, I do know. I think, I think it's also coming to Xbox. I think I don't remember if that was confirmed or not before today. Yeah, um, I hope so. It does. It was, was in their partner presentation. Yeah, <laughs> it was during the. Yeah, yeah, it, it was during the partner presentation. But yeah, one would hope. Cool. That's cool. It looks good. Ro, I put this in there. For, I I kind of partly put this in there for you, because I know you're like replied to some video essayist who's doing a like metal gear lore video that i think you oh, might yeah. check out so i don't know are, are you interested in all i know metal gear solid collection just came out as well this week are you interested in maybe dipping your toes into the world of metal gear anytime soon yes definitely i want to give it a, a shot i've been wanting to play them for a long time but uh never had access to them or the ones that i do have access to aren't really that good looking so i'm glad that they're getting a yeah. a, a re uh re-release so yeah i'm definitely interested in the collection i've heard some mixed things about it uh at least the mm-hmm. switch version so i've been kind of yes. waiting until that settles down before i make a purchase but yeah i'm definitely interested in getting into mm-hmm. metal gear for sure you should play revengeance against fun i've heard you would like yes. it yeah yes that one <laughs> that's yeah. one with the katana and you can choose how to slice yeah. things yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah very cool very good game is that like a standalone one? Do I need to play the Make other America ones great to, again. to play that it's, one? It's, it, it's after Metal Gear Solid 4, which is like the end of like the timeline, per se. Uh, but it is yeah. pretty standalone. Like, there's not really any mention to like the other games, do you want, necessarily. Do you want the honest answer, Rashan? I can I tell you the honest answer. Do you okay. want the honest answer? Sure. You can play all the Metal Gear Solid games, Anytime. and you still want to understand what's going on in this one, so it doesn't matter. You will. You you <laughs> don't listen to that, Ro. You know what? Even better, <laughs> even better, Ro. Just watch your friend play Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, there you go. I, I nice. can do that. I can do that. Nice. <laughs> can I, I watch that, that video essays that I replied to. I, I watch part of his video, and I'm still confused as to what what is going on. So I, I think I just need to. I do need to play it or watch my friend play it. <laughs> so, do you know which snake this is in Metal Gear Solid Delta? Yeah, uh, a big snake. Oh, it's snake. <laughs> is Neil this? Dan, Dan is the closest. Big boss. Frozen. There we go. Oh. Boom. Um, I have a legitimate question. So, wait, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. I was under the impression this was a remake of three, but this it is. is his own game. Oh, it is, but they're just calling it something else. They're calling it Metal Gear Solid. They're, yeah, they're calling it Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Why? Who knows? It's the same game. There's no change. Why the name change? <laughs> okay. Oh, who the fuck knows? Konami, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Right. It's the same thing. They're not changing anything. Okay. Taking a page out of the Kingdom Hearts notebook. I like it. Hmm. Technically, also, it's Naked Snake. But anyway. 
last quick bite. Everyone watch this, this TikTok while we talk about it. I'll describe this to the audience. There's a man on TikTok. His name is Travel.Miser who took his MetaQuest 3 to the gym to work out. I sent this to Gage. I don't have anything to say to, to about this other than that is crazy. Yep. Yeah. I've seen videos of people using their MetaQuest to like cook, to like have like recipes, videos open on YouTube in the kitchen, which is just wild. But you know, that's cool. That's neat. That's in the privacy of your own home. In public is <laughs> wild. I wonder, I wonder how far we are from this kind of thing being normalized in the in the future. Can I say something crazy? I kind of want this to get normalized because yeah. somebody like me who has a goblin brain who can't do things like the gym without getting bored within five minutes. This is the kind of stuff that I kind of actually want. Like I, I would like to be able to do this. I'm watching this and I'm like, and he's got, it only shows it for a second. And I don't know if it's actually a fully featured app, but it looks like there's some sort of scoring system when he's, when he looks down at his dumbbells and there's like uh you know, some sort of gamified version on top of him, just having videos up to watch while he's working out like that that type of stuff is the stuff that would get me to to commit to the gym and i just hate just that go just i know go. i know don't get your headset sweaty and disgusting just go <laughs> <sighs> my question my question is is like how does it not like disorient you because like i've worn headsets that are like you see through the world or whatever and it you don't feel like quite s stable if that makes sense. i yeah. think I think this pass-through pass through is, is quite better. Okay. I was going to say, the pass-through yeah. is significantly better. Okay. Not only just in terms of the fact that it's full color, but, like, I know what you're talking about. There's, like, this weird distortion effect with the, yeah. with the Quest 2, where it, it just definitely you cannot use pass-through for long periods of time. But apparently, aside from the fact that it's full color, the actual cameras are much better, and, like, things only get disordered when they're, like, really close to the camera. But aside from that, apparently, it's really good. And low latency as well. But Very nice. I'm, I'm going to do a challenge. And wear my Quest 2 with pass through as I drive on the freeway. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> While Boy, I drink beer. Closer than they no. yeah. <laughs> Podcast do PXN does not sponsor this. Don't do that. Man Meat does, though. Use code Christian Messias Freeway uh, for 10% off of your next. You'll order. become the Man Meat if you fucking wear that driving. <laughs> it's true. locally sourced. It's, it's... You, know what, you know what you'll become? Street Meat. And speaking of which, we've got one streaming oh. item for you today. We've got the potential art for Assassin's Creed Reddit. This is the code name for the Assassin's Creed game set in Japan. Uh, the art has seemingly uh, appeared on a LinkedIn profile. I'm wondering what Dan's take is on this game. Oh, yeah. Or on, on this art, I should say. Oh, yeah. It looks nice. And I, it looks like female protagonist. Or maybe it's, you know, you choose again like... Uh, assassin's creed valhalla but yeah uh, yeah very cool i like i like this theme and she's got a little katana hell yeah i do like the way she's holding it too like yeah backwards yeah and behind her head it looks pretty cool and christian you the missed blue. it when we were talking about it the last few weeks but fucking ubisoft knocked it out of the park in terms of like the representation in uh mirage for the yeah i'm dead serious everyone is like applauding the representation aspect i'm not talking about anything else game related but like they did really good work in terms of like making you feel like you're in the world and like having uh, authentic you know languages and i think it's really cool I, i'm i'm excited for this do you think it'll do the same thing for like feudal japan yeah maybe
have some uh, original Japanese. I don't know if Japanese back then was different than it is now, but. Itadakimasu. <laughs> <laughs> Run yeah. up. All right. PX News of the Week. We got one item. Let's all shit talk Sony. Ready? Yay. PS5 Slim. <laughs> Optional disk drive requires an internet connection in order to pair. Now, remember, remember when we talked about this three weeks ago when I was last on the show? The optional disk drive for the PlayStation Slim. If you buy a, di a, a digital PlayStation 5 and the disk drive, they, this costs you more than the actual physical PlayStation 5. Don't forget, you also have to buy a stand if you want to have this horizontal. Never mind the fact that they advertise all these consoles uh, as horror, or sorry, yeah, vertical, vertical on the box itself. Um, already, that was already weird. But the fact that you need an internet connection at all, what happens down the, you know, years down the line when you pick up one of these things to play some older games? You know, hopefully the store, you know, you can still do that. Um, and the network is down, or you know, you, what do you do? Why? It's kind of a small issue in a way, right? Like, a lot of us have internet nowadays in the gaming spheres. You We're listening. Console. And you bought the digital console, sure. But it's still like, why? Why? Why is it why? not plug and play? Like, what's the reason? Right. What is the exact? What is the reason? Because it's unnecessary. Yep, I agree. You know, Christian, you know how I play my physical games on my Xbox? Dink. That's that? it. I just put it in my disk drive. Just dinks it. What a CD. It's like they fucking did a meme about nice. Microsoft doing always online for their games, and then they fucking do something for their fucking add-on that requires online. Like, what? Is this the same company? Right. If we were still in that era, Xbox would have like a cheeky little video coming out where it's like, this is how you put discs in the Xbox <laughs> One. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's I think this is silly, but apparently there's some like copyright digital millennium copyright thing that they they need to do this that I that's what I've read. I need I should look into it a bit more. But besides Insane. it being stupid, I think that there is a, a legal reason that oh, you look. need to connect to the Internet first before doing it. If that's the like, case, then sure. If I'm not mad at Sony, I'm mad at capitalism for the way it functions. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has something to do with like uh, not being able to replicate something. I, I wish I did more research, but yeah, it is stupid. I, like it shouldn't be this way. It wasn't all this. It wasn't this way all this time. So what changed? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, Just buy the physical. Buy the physical if you're gonna buy a new PlayStation Five. I wonder if I wonder if it's like related to it like attaching and becoming like. Part of the console as opposed to just like like serial number registration kind of thing yeah as opposed to like just something you plug in like you know we had the hd dvd player for the 360 that was just a usb plug-in i wonder if it's different because it actually like physically connects to the console like i don't know i don't know yeah right. that's interesting i don't have much else to add other than drm is kind of annoying and I wish that wasn't the case for future, for futurity's sake. Can't wait for Jim Ryan to leave. 
Fantasy draft check-in. Uh, I know you guys covered it last week. However, I did do one thing. I think I, I think I was the only one to do anything over the over the week. This is on Saturdays when those things process. So let me go ahead to podcast peaks in fantasycritic.games. Check the league history to confirm. Indeed, I was the only one that did anything this weekend. So, October 21st, my counterpick was successful. I counterpicked Cookie Cutter oh. with a bit of $4. And you may ask, why Cookie Cutter? What is Cookie Cutter? Who even has that game? This belongs to Roshan. It's an independent game that looks fantastic. I think we'll actually review very well. However, it's not coming out. I don't think it'll come out this year. And I kept forgetting to counterpick two other games that already have reviews already. So I fucked myself there. So I'm betting that this game won't come out at all this year. Very fair. We'll see. Yeah, we'll it, was see. Supposed, it was supposed to be a summer game, I'm pretty sure, actually. And yeah, now they're not. Went kind of silent on it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Pretty sure Christian's going to win. I don't <laughs> think so. You still have a lot of games coming out. You literally have Alan Wake 2 left. You know what I mean? I That's true. <laughs> Yeah, but I only have three games. You got a lot. You got a lot left. You still have two games to pick up. I still have two games to pick up. That's true. Uh, I I have three games as well left. Silk Song is not probably probably not going to come out this year. Ghost Runner Two hasn't been calculated yet. Oh, you're right. That hasn't been calculated. One fifty four. You're one fifty seven. Yeah. Oh, this is close. That's dude. what I'm saying. I think you're gonna. Holy win. shit! I think you're gonna win. Unless oh Alan God. Wake 2 gets like a fucking 98 or something, which could happen. But I have I have three games in my watch list that I might pick up. I'm going to I'm going to decide by the weekend which ones I'm going to decide that decide to pick up. I don't know. I, wanna, I can't speak on it, though. I want to give Gage some of my money so he buys them all. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I wish you could do that, too. Is Gage going to get third? Uh, no. <laughs> if Roe drops out next week, yeah. <laughs> One of my games, nice. like I was telling Dan uh, last week, uh, betting on indies is kind of risky. The Slay the Princess game got some good reviews, but only six people reviewed it. So none of the points are being added. Dang. Sucks. Wow. I don't think anybody else is going to uh, review it at this point. Since mm. It's mm. a week old now. It'd be like that, bro. You know what, bro? Just start up your own establishment, get credible <laughs> enough to have reviews on the site, and, you know, open I had critic the one tracks. Review that I need. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be too late. <laughs> Ten years later, bro. <laughs> I got you. I fucking got that review in. Too late. Let's move on over into what you got for me. Wait. What? Oh. Did you wait? Was there more? Wait, am I crazy? Or didn't something come out other than wait? Ghost Runner came out, right? Yeah, Ghost. Oh, sorry, yeah, Ghost Runner two came out, and that its current open critic is at eighty right now. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, and that was a pickup from me, so I'll be getting ten points if it stays that way. Uh, Halo, uh, uh Alan Wake two that comes out oh, that, uh, yeah. this Friday, so I think reviews are tomorrow. I yes. believe. And I, I think that I reckon that game is going to do very well. Uh, and thank you. And then Jusant is a Halloween weekend. Sorry, Halloween. So that's next Tuesday. And, and uh, I'm expecting that game to do, hopefully, pretty well. Yeah. Previews are all really, really good for that game. Now can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> sure. 
Okay. I didn't want to lose your uh, game there, you know? What you got for me, Daniel, this week? What do I have for you? Uh, I talked about with Row last week. I almost beat Mirage last week. I was literally on the last part, and I was trying to get it done. Didn't get quite get it in time for last week, but finished it. Boom. I finished a video game. Fuck you all. Eat shit. I beat a video game. So yeah, You got one in there. Yeah. Just in, at the end of October, you beat one. <laughs> hey, no, I've beat more than that this year. But yeah, yeah, that's based on Resident Evil Four. Remember that? Have you yeah. beat Starfield? No, Gage. That's a fucking. Ma- that's the biggest one on my backlog. What are you talking about? That's like a in and out Zelda? fucking twenty hours done. <laughs> no, I still have to beat Zelda too. And there's a game I'm picking up tomorrow that you know, fucking. That's gonna be added to my list, as you guys know. Uh, Alan Wake Two Friday. Anyways uh halo infinite season five continuing to play that very good stuff love it keep the keep the good work up thank you and then of course spider-man 2 which we will talk about in the topic of the show yes bro i know you played something i did actually i did i played Mm -hmm. uh some sonic superstars some more uh last week i started my journey with uh or my playthrough with amy I have since beaten the game with Amy, and now I'm going back with a there's a, a secret story at the end. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who may want to play Sonic Superstars, whoever that one person is. But there's a <laughs> there's a secret story with a different character that I'm going through with uh, the game. With I got really excited because you said you're playing this game with Amy. I was like, oh, that must be like a lady friend that you are, pl- oh, are talking no, to. No, is this no, the you meant Amy, like yeah, child you, character. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, a little disappointing. Bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know Amy. Unless <laughs> much talk about Amy Rose, I know her very well. But that's it. That's all I've been playing. Amy, reach out to Ro on Twitter at Ro Ro. <laughs> You're out there. At so. Ro <laughs> I did something wild. I picked up Cocoon through Game Pass. This is the game developed by Geometric Interactive, and I think uh, someone from uh, that used to be at that game company, uh, developers of, of, of Journey, uh, worked on Cocoon. I think it was the, I think it was the the graphic lead, um, and this game had its great reviews from a lot of outlets, calling it like a great puzzle game. I gotta say, for it being a four to five hour long puzzle game, I'm not being I'm not very engaged with it. It's 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 awesome seeing the gameplay mechanics of it, like in motion, because you you know you're you're walking around these little balls, and you can have like more worlds balls inside those marbles, and so it's like you know ru- nesting Russian dolls of like different worlds that you're coming in and out of to like solve a puzzle that you're on. Very cool, great music, great art, and yet something about the puzzles just feels very monotonous and not engaging to me. Uh, when I'm not even stuck on any for very long, and it's kind of just, I'm just kind of going through the motion, so I'm, I'm a little bit let down on it on a puzzle front. I didn't even finish it, but I, I think I plan to by the end of the year. We'll see. And then, of course, Spider Man 2. Gage, speaking of monotonous and not engaging, uh, no, <laughs> I'm joking. Nice, uh, dude. What, what have I what have I been playing? I've, I've been playing Spider Man 2, we'll get to that. And I think just Halo season five, which is a great season of Halo and 
game is starting to shape up and feel really, really good to play and really rewarding. So I'm playing that with Dan, having a good time. That's pretty much it. I just I just downloaded uh, City Skylines 2 and booted that up and got 10 frames per second at oh the main God. menu. So we're on we're off to a great start. <laughs> Explain some of the reviews. Explain some of the reviews. All right. Ro, I'm sorry, but it's time to talk about our Spider-Man 2 impressions so far. Oh, no. Um uh, <laughs> Off the bat, I, we're, not, we're obviously not going to talk about any any specific story spoilers. I think anything it will be that anything of that will be in a, in a future kind of review discussion that we might do. Um, I want to know your impressions of the game on a base level. How many hours you're in? What you're thinking of the story so far? Thoughts on obviously the gameplay that Insomniac has developed for uh, for Spider-Man Two, and then any comparisons to to previous entries from Insomniac. You can bring in Rift Apart if you played that as well, but specifically 2018 Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Who would like to start? <laughs> I was going to say me, just to be funny. Bro, pick pick who's starting. Pick whose uh, thoughts you want to hear the most? I want to hear Gage's thoughts. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, okay, let's start with Spider-Man 2. Now remember, Gage. Uh, Roe loves Spider Man, so remember Can our conversation. And he did. Well, that's the more important. Thing. <laughs> Ten minutes away as well, so I got to get balancing it. I throw it all, at us. No, no, no. I think it, I think it should be said that if we rewind two weeks, I like the rest of you was sitting at the edge of my seat waiting for this game. So I don't want to hear anything about bias or any going into this with a certain headspace. I was counting down the hours to play this game. I will reiterate. Miles Morales. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Get his ass, bro. Get his ass. Cook his ass. I stand by that Spider-Man 2018 is my favorite rendition of the Peter Parker story. I like it more than any of the movies. I fell in love with that story. I love it. Spider-Man 2 is not hitting for me and it breaks my heart it's not hitting for me at all i think the gameplay is are we are we breaking this down section by section how are we doing this just we'll just do base right now how are you feeling on the just game? Be, okay gameplay yeah. it feels like kind of like call of duty where it's like this is a mar- this is a marginal improvement it's nothing crazy oh, okay. it is i think it is better than the old it's, it's better I but it's not sure anything either. <laughs> it's not anything crazy like it's it's a marginal upgrade and then the story i think is a huge step back for me and it breaks my heart to say that but that's where the majority of my problems lie in this game and we'll talk about it later but i think the biggest thing for me is writing i have since gone back and watched the entire intro of the first game and i know it's not a, that's not exactly a one-to-one scientific study but I do feel like there is a difference in the writing in this game, specifically when it comes to Peter Parker. Um, I didn't finish Miles Morales all the way through, so I can't speak to that. But the writing in this game sure sounds a lot like a bunch of 40-year-olds pretending, getting together and thinking, hmm, well, how do 20-something-year-olds talk? Let's, let's write that down. I don't know. I don't know. I feel kind of crazy. Yes. I feel kind of crazy for saying this because I was all about it like, two weeks ago but it's not hitting, and it, it's kind of crazy yep. to me. I'm going to jump in now, because I don't want Gage to be alone. I actually... So the other night, I, I 
joined a late night Discord call. I saw Dan engage playing games. And I just hopped in. And I started randomly airing some grievances I had with Spider-Man 2 that apparently Gage felt very similarly about. And we just kind of went off about like for 45 minutes about like these minor little things that we're not enjoying about the game. Obviously, Dan, we'll hear Dan's thoughts in a second. He obviously disagreed. And we'll get the, we'll get this man's chance to speak in a second. But yeah, I, I, I totally agree with Gage. I think the story front is, is my biggest. When I think of 2018's uh spider-man there's like a softness to the intro there's like a a, a groundedness there's like a sweetness that I, that i that i really like gravitated towards and like i i love how heartwarming that story is when i think of the sequel so far i haven't beaten the campaign yet but i'm about 12 hours in it feels like i, I have to compare it to like the mcu it feels like the mcu sequels where it's just like all right here's like the rock concert like it's very like poppy flashy like it feels like sequel energy and for better and worse because the gameplay section obviously swinging around doing upgrades to your traversal is fucking awesome the, the graphics what they're doing with getting out of the ps5 is absolutely insane i'm still finding out new stuff that's like when dan told me like hey why don't you traverse over the water or whatever and let yourself skid see what happens that was mind-blowing i've been doing it ever since but with the story front feels feels very corny Yep. There's a there's a joke on Twitter of like Miles Morales producing a, a song for the Miles Morales video game and everyone hates on that. And it feels like this like that energy from that like little side mission is put into everything in, in the actual game. I'm just like not finding anything very genuine or or heartwarming or grounded, to be honest. There are some cool moments that, I, that I've really enjoyed so far. I'll say that I, I have the, the Venom suit on now, I guess I, I can say that. Like it's, 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 story. It, it's, it's in the trailer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And there's maybe been like three moments where I'm like, this is really cool. Everything else has, uh, like Gage has said, hasn't really hit for me. And we'll get into my new shit in a second. But Dan, yeah, let's hear your difference. Be the voice of reason. Bring it back. Yeah, the voice of reason. Yeah. Also, I I love the uh, Christian was like, yeah, get his ass, bro. That he knew full well he was about to come back and fucking <laughs> have games back so hard. That was great. Christian's just playing the field. I understand. Yeah. I know what Christian is. I I've accepted this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you've already heard, Ro, how Christian uh, joined our Discord, and I got to listen to these two fucking bicker about <laughs> Spider-Man. But that was not the worst part. The worst part was hearing these two men, these two grown-ass men, going back and forth. Hey, Peter, how are you? Get over here, Peter. <laughs> like fucking in the. Were they even the Miles? What? Yeah, they were everyone. Everyone. Them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Literally back and forth, fucking making those voices. And I'm just like, someone shoot me, please, for fuck's sakes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> if you need help, just ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Sounds a lot like surveillance. We, we don't do that. Jesus all right. Christ. Oh, all right. Yes. So I'll start with what I agree with you guys on. I, I do think that some of the stuff and as you play more of it i think it get, becomes more evident because i played more after you guys uh ha held your grievances in the discord um and i think the more you play it you do pick out more of those moments where it's like super cheesy and you're just like what the fuck's going on here like these two are right. just acting real weird like 
I think some of the moments like that, like I think Ro would think that those moments are like super cute and like fun, like where they, you know, they have battles with each other or they have uh, battles like when Miles shows up and you're playing as Peter and helps you with a, a little That's like cool. a sequence and then they're like fist bumping and then they might make a quip like some of those moments are cool, but some of them they're like, you know, it's a little cringy. I'm like, all right, are these guys really going to fucking just randomly hug like after a <laughs> massive boss battle? I don't know. Uh, right. But yes. Uh, so that's probably my grievances. I agree with personally. I'm, I've enjoyed the story thus far. Uh, I'm only like six or seven hours in compared to what you you are at Christian. I haven't gotten to the venom suit yet. Um, I'm enjoying it. I think I do enjoy the first game story a bit more, but that's not to say that I don't enjoy this one. Um, so yeah, I, I think Harry's character, uh, is interesting and what goes on there. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, for the most part story, I'm okay with the other thing you guys were grieving about in the chat was, or in our discord was, uh, the combat, which, I personally really like the changes to combat that they did. And I like having like the amount of abilities that we have now. And the fact that like certain abilities are like more useful on certain enemies and like you have certain strategies you have to, to do for certain enemies. Like, you know, you've got to slide under some legs and then attack from behind. I feel like that changes it up quite a bit for me. And personally, I enjoy that. And maybe that's like, you know, it does be become repetitive if you're doing the exact same thing to the same enemy over and over. And, you know, that does, you know, I guess not make it as nuanced. But I, I personally, I enjoy that aspect. Christian? No, no. So I, I'm with you there. I maybe Gage, I know Gage shows differently on that front. But my grievances is is the small tweaks with combat in, in regards to um, powers and gadgets and then the parry system. Um, Early on, uh, I think the way they introduce Perry is 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 we're kind of conditioned in these Spider-Man games to when you see the spider sense tingle, that is your cue to dodge. And it's been that way for for years in, in previous games as well. And so when you're seeing like when you have waves of enemies and a lot of shit going on on the screen, it's hard to tell the difference between a dodge and uh, an, an attack that is undodgeable and has to be parried. When it's it's the same color or a very similar color, the, the difference between dark orange and a red um, is is kind of hard to pick out in a lot of these lighting scenarios. It lo the game looks beautiful running, but it, it's it's hard to pick out, and and that can that's just small frustrations. And again, it's just like you know I have two different buttons to to keep in mind when I'm like in the middle of like intense fluid combat that look very similar. See, and, and the other thing. Go ahead, please. Sorry, I, just to add on to that, and then you can say your thing. I, I think that's totally fair, and I, I think they could do a better job of illustrating that. However, like it hasn't been an issue for me personally because I look at the enemy as opposed to what action is happening on the screen. So if I see like you know a shielded enemy, for instance, I know that I, I can slide under them, or if I see a big brute, I can parry them or whatever. Like I typically look yeah. at. Yeah, that kind of aspect. But you're totally right. They they could it, make that better. Um, yes. Yeah. It, it it's since gotten better for me too. Like I, I've, but I've had to really like think about think about my combat more. And it, right. when it's introduced first, it's it, it's kind of a lot. And they do throw a lot of you in the beginning. And for me, the the big confusion was like um, 
powers and gadgets. I don't like the changes that they've made necessarily. It's a lot of menus and a lot of upgrades and yes. a lot of things that you can swap out. And I don't know. I, I, I kind of enjoy the simplicity of having the, the gadget wheel in, in 2018 where it's like, I know what gadget does what. I can just switch, quickly change to it. And that's all I have to think about. Now I'm having to think about cooldowns and which upgrade paths that I've chosen and which ones I've swapped out for. Uh, and I've kind of, and, and like it kind of takes me out of it. And it's a lot of buttons to kind of remember when I'm in the middle of like these high fluid combat scenarios. Well, it it looks better. It runs better. It's it's more engaging, but it's also a lot more to kind of think about. And I made a joke on Twitter, like somehow if this game feels a bit more complicated than than me playing Armored Core, right? Somehow, I think so. You actually nailed it perfectly there for me. In the first game, it felt like you were just. You just had to balance which enemies you were fighting. Like, if you had a whole group of different enemies, in the first game, it just kind of felt like, okay, I just need to focus on these enemies, take them out one by one in this certain way. And then any gadgets you had, it was just a bonus to deal with that situation easier, where now it feels like everything is integral and you have to manage it all to just survive. Now, I want to say uh, one thing. After talking to um, a friend of the show, Guy, about this, I'm actually willing to concede on this that this is a skill issue for me. Regardless of the <laughs> fact that I've that I've completed God of War, both God of Wars on their hardest difficulty and played many other beat Halo on on legendary, all the Halo games on legendary, aside from that, I'm willing to say that okay, this it's it's a me problem because I do find I'm dying in this game way more than like in 2018. I don't remember really having many struggles with 2018 at all outside of maybe a boss fight for the first time. But like I'm dying in this. I made a joke to Christian where, um, again, I don't think this is a spoiler because this is just like this one type of enemy type. But at, cer at a certain point in this game, you're introduced to these killer robot dogs, and it's like I breathe a sigh of relief when I see these things show up because they're easier to deal with than eight people with crowbars and shields. Like it's just I don't know. And, and my my brain tells me that like for lore in a game that shouldn't that shouldn't be how uh, I'm feeling at all. But it just feels a lot to deal with. But before we get into other stuff, I want to actually, I just want to say the positive things because um, there are a lot of positives with this game. Yes, I was about to switch to that. The combat animations and specifically the animation blending that goes on in this game, whether it be swinging or whether it be combat, is a huge step up from the first game. I noticed specifically with swinging, at first it kind of bugged me like, I'm kind of, I'm I'm very vanilla and it's kind of lame, whatever, I'll accept that. But like when they're doing all these like automatic twirls and stuff, it kind of like a little bit, it bugs me a little bit at first because I was like, oh, like I don't, just, just swings, just swing straight. Like I'm trying to, in my head, I have this scene playing out and you're ruining it. But in the first game, I it bugged me a lot more because Peter would kind of snap to these different positions if you swung at a certain interval and, and, and the animation hadn't quite finished yet. Whereas in this game, they've done an incredible job with animation blending where it's like, if Miles Morales, if he's upside down and facing the camera and you swing, his kind of arm will poke out from that position and make the web and then his body. Like, I just noticed that, like, I'm kind of really immersed in the traversal. When I'm swinging in this game and just going from point A to point B, same as, same as we all said in the first game, it's like, why would I even want to fast travel? This just feels mm, so mm, good. Mm. And I've noticed that specifically with the combat, it seems to have matched that, where I've noticed that even though you're just pressing the attack button, you're not pressing any other buttons, Peter will sometimes, it will, and Miles, they'll like jump, they'll like vault over railings to kick somebody. Or like if you're up against a wall, he'll jump off of the wall almost as if it's a dodge, but it's just, 
because you press an attack and he happened to be close to the wall. So he jumps off of it to punch that guy. Stuff like that. I find myself like seeing mm. it every time it happens and going, fuck, that's cool. That's really cool. So the animation team at Insomniac deserves big props. And then the other thing I just want to say before we move on to something else, the musical theme for Craven is so good in this. When I hear it for the first time in the jungle and it's like this menacing horn sound and then it comes up through other moments, the Craven theme is wild, man. That is so good. And I'm usually somebody who doesn't care about music and Marvel stuff at all. It, nothing's impressed me for a very long time. But that, that matches the tone that I think we were sold for this game. And I think that's, um, uh, as Christian and I will say again later, I think that's probably the biggest reason why I have such a gripe with this game in terms of its story is that I was going into this based off of the expectations that Insomniac gave to me themselves of that this is a much more mature game. It's much more darker and blah, blah, blah. And I, so far where I am in the story, it hasn't matched. But that, that Craven theme, man, that does, does something to me. Does something to me. Real good. I'm pretty far in the story, and I, I don't think I agree yet. This is a bit, uh, and that, and that's exactly it. Almost, yeah. Right, and I, I keep waiting. I keep, because I haven't beaten it yet. So I'm like, maybe it will get darker. Maybe it will get darker. But it's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I don't think it's an unjust sort of expectation to have, because it's like, this is what you guys said. So this is what yeah. I was expecting when I went into it, right? But I'm going to switch to some positive stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on one more positive note on combat that I wanted to mention, because uh, Gage mentioned the uh, animation blending, or, you know, not noticing when the new animation starts those transitions without spoiling there there are moments when you're like you're playing as the as a spider-man you're like kind of paired up with another like person and you're fighting together and depending on like it i don't know what it what's determining it determining it because it's not a finisher you know in in the other spider-man games you press circle and triangle to perform a finisher and in the very cool moves that I, I love doing them they always look great uh, you don't have to do that. You're just normal attacking, but you're finishing an enemy, and it'll go into a finisher style where you're tag teaming with, uh, with the other character that you're fighting with, and it's always so cool to see the combinations that you're doing. And it's like I, I, I absolutely love seeing whenever something like that happens. It just feel it just feels cool, looks cool. Uh, but of course, I think the bread and butter of this game is the traversal. Uh, as either of the Spider-Man, it is it is so fun. To be swinging around and then I, I there's like a whole tr tree dedicated to like getting better and faster at traversal doing other things obviously you can improve your web wings as well when i first use the web wings i'm like i don't think i'm going to be using these at all why would i use these when i could be swinging and then there are a lot of moments because the map is so huge like there are moments where like i'll end and i'm like oh man i'm pretty high up there's nowhere for me to swing from here and i got to keep going forward <laughs> this is a great I'll use my web wings and go down and then go back up and then transition out back into swing. And it's so fluid and so fun. And I love that Insomniac has the slider for swing assist because mm -hmm. it default is set to 10. And of course, if you've seen some videos on it, um, swing assist, when it's set to default, you know, you, when you're swinging, you're largely going forward. You're not, you're not really physics based. You're not pendulum based. And when you're low to the ground uh, with, default you'll kind of hover for a bit you'll you can see the character lift up a little bit and then this swing happens so there's like there's a little bit of assistance going on there but when it's set to zero it's entirely physics based and i found that actually three is so fun where it's like just enough where i'm like i'm being when my swing is to the right i'm being pulled to the right a little bit um 
but it's 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 engaging enough. I'm like, okay, I'm having to think about the physics of where my swing is coming right. and ending from, and it's dude, it's so good. And I when I think about like my enjoyment for Spider-Man Two, it's like I want to get back to the city and just swing around, and upgrade my suit a little bit, and just like see what I can what I can do. And I have my my other little shortcut set to thirty percent speed, so every now and then I'll go to slow mo mode and just enjoy like the the cool animation I'm doing. Cool stuff, man. Yep. Uh, before I talk about what I think of Traversal Row, what are your impressions from watching your friend play? I know obviously you haven't played, <laughs> yes. but like, what what's your impressions of it? Um, I think it looks like a really good time. Obviously, I don't know how, what it feels like to do combat, um, but in terms of story and the writing, I could at least speak on that because I don't think I need to play it to to speak on the the story. But um, I think the opening scenes, like, were you guys talking about uh, the dialogue and it being cheesy? I think the opening scene was uh, a very good indicator on how cheesy it's it was going to be because Peter makes, like, three jokes about giving Sandman a drink of water <laughs> in three different flavors. And it's like, okay, you said that already. But, like, as as time went on, I just kind of accepted it and I, I had a good time watching the story. Um there were a few ones that I got a chuckle out of me. I, I just expect those quips from him. So I guess it wasn't weird. But the, at the beginning, it was like very heavy handed. And I just chalked it up to it being the intro, just getting us into it. Um, but I don't know if I love the story either, like uh, like you guys are saying. Um, I like the, the, um, the symbiote stuff. I, I really like that. And there's stuff later on that I, I really, really like that like are pulled from the comics. And I thought it was really cool to see that in this story. Um, but the set pieces are what really like just blew me away. Like in the first game with like Ryan, well, in Miles Morales with Rhino, and in Peter, uh, in this first Spider-Man game with, uh, I guess with Doc Ock and some some other uh, those those really cool boss fights that I've been watching. Is like these are insane. Like some of them are not even boss fights where he's just like traversing through uh, like a building that's exploding, and it's like he's just doing these awesome like Uncharted levels of like cinematic stuff that I just love seeing. So that stuff was uh, really cool. It, for me, I, I know I haven't played it and I, I hopefully will be able to soon, but it's, this game is like the last of us to me. So like I could, I could play this game, I could see this game. And then when I play this game, it's like completely different. Like I feel like I'm experiencing it for the first right. time, even though I've seen it already. So I, I'm excited to play it and play it over and over again and experience the actual gameplay part. But so far, the story's been fun. It's not as amazing as I was I was hoping, but I'm definitely enjoying uh, where, it, where it's going so far. Right. I think it's, uh, and it's neat. I think, I think it's important for us to all acknowledge, too, like the cards are definitely stacked against them with how great the story was for 2018. To mm. kind of, especially that order of information that we got where it's like, oh, Insomniac's making a uh, Spider-Man game. That's pretty cool. And then hearing like, oh, Marvel's actually giving them free reign. They don't have to follow any specific story or like they get to make, oh, that's really cool. And then the game releases and we see what they did with it. And it was just sort of like this natural progression of just being impressed with the studio and then rolling credits on that game. I'm sure the rest of like, like the rest of you, I was sitting there fucking blubbering like a baby going like, holy crap, what an incredible ride we just went on. So the deck was already stacked against them, to be fair. Um, now I, I want Christian to kind of jump off this if if you agree with me or if you if you think it's worthy to jump off of. But I can't help but feel like I like the concepts of the story that they're going for. I like the idea of ha of Harry being the 
kind of carrier of this of this of, and of all this stuff happening and the dynamics between the characters but it's just the execution, the execution right yes. where it's like like yeah i want to like these characters and like and and without spoiling it too they're kind of i i'm i think i might be the least far into this game out of anyone actually no uh, i've gotten the the venom suit so that puts me ahead of dan but they're kind of like doing this thing where they're trying to drive a wedge between these two characters i won't say which ones and i feel like it, the character that doesn't understand what's happening it doesn't make sense like with how these characters interact with everyone else that they would interact this way with each other i don't know it just it seems like I like the concept. I like what you're trying to do. Like if you, if there was a whiteboard somewhere that I saw, I was like, these are the ideas for the story. And I would look at that whiteboard. I'd go, yeah, this all sounds really good. And then you mm -hmm. just play it and you hear the writing and you hear how they're getting to those points. And it's like, it's a little weak. Like, I don't know if it's, yeah. if I fully buy it. Yeah. I, I, I can see what, I can see what they're doing. So, I mean, I can't speak to it because like, I, I, I don't know if it comes together or not, you know? Right. Being right. It. So, so maybe, maybe it does for me, but you know, I think so far, I, yeah, I 100% I like the ideas they're going for, but it's it's the setup and, and the actual mission structure that's like, anytime I feel like I'm getting interested in something, we're off to something else that like, I feel like I'm not enjoying as much, or like, I feel like maybe this mission could have been stronger, didn't last as long. And yeah, there's, there's, there's story elements that I wish had either more time or a little bit less time. I don't know, it's very weird. And I think I need a beat it to have like more, more of a nuanced take, but I think largely I'm, I'm with you so far right yeah the execution right. just a just a bit off i see what they're doing but it's just a bit off right I, hmm. I almost wonder if you know part of the problem is and i know you guys say that a lot of the elements you like but the execution's lacking but personally for me i feel like the the biggest thing is is like it doesn't feel like especially early on in the game there's a big antagonist like obviously they have to build to the moment of venom becoming that big antagonist but like thinking back to the original spider-man i don't remember it taking this long to get to you know you've got your big villains you've got you know doc ock and lizard yes. and all of them so like there was so many villains in the first game that they you never felt like there was you know you were lacking someone to like be mad at or someone to be like pushing towards to to stop uh and i almost feel like personally that that feels like you know spider-man 2 is more of a stopgap for spider-man 3 because there's right. still some big villains that we've not seen and you know, I don't know if they're going to show up in this game or not, obviously, because I'm only six or seven hours in. But like, obviously, one of the biggest villains we have yet to see. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it oh. almost feels like, yeah, it almost feels like they're, you know, saving all that stuff for like the conclusion or whatever for Spider-Man 3. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, now reaching there, but. But here's here's another issue I have with Spider-Man 2, though, is that in whether or not the pacing lines up with the first game as to, at this point, did we already get X or Y, in this game, having at least the, f the first act protagonist be Kraven, which, again, not really a spoiler, because that was uh, really heavy-handed marketing, and I'm pretty sure the first reveal trailer was all Kraven, right? It was right. that Force CGI trailer. Um, comparing him to, say, like, say, Doc Ock, 
we have he has been given zero character development yeah. at least where i am right exactly. which is super disappointing to get to get a cgi trailer like that again this is what they decided to show us to reveal to us that he has gotten zero character development i have no idea why he does what he does and again i can't help but compare this not to my own ideas that i think i could do better but comparing it to spider-man 2018 of like getting doc ox background and his whole mm -hmm. spiel like that he had tons of character development and actually helped to the story where you're kind of going through this emotional yep. conflict with peter right you it, it put you in the shoes of the character and i can't help but like peter's going after craven just because he feels he has has to i'm fighting all these bad guys just because like i feel like i have to you know what i mean like it's yeah there's it's been, almost like I'm connecting with Peter for the wrong reasons in this game, where it's like this is I'm just kind of going through the motion of fighting Craven. It's a big a bad guy with foreign accent. Get him. Go get him. Beat his ass. There's been more character development for his henchmen than him, which is like <laughs> yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I've, I've battled his henchmen how many times? And you know, I've you know, seen him once or something right the, the dial and I, even like dialogue right between his henchmen it's like I've, i feel like i've communicated with his underlings more than i've yeah actually got to know him i do want to circle back to uh the traversal real quick because we kind of went past that but uh the open world fucking fast travel i know we've talked about like we love swinging so much that we don't want to use fast travel that fast travel is fucking insane how that works i did it, yeah it was I cool mean, though i did do it just to try it yeah yeah like the fact that it's so that quick and you can fucking go literally anywhere and granted you have to unlock the city you have to do so many activities to unlock that ability but it's really right. really cool stuff and to answer your question christian from before i play on 10 swing assist which is the default and the reason why is because i purposely and i totally it's all personal preference because personally i just when i'm swinging around new york i don't want to focus on you know am i fucking hitting this right angle perfectly to get the perfect amount of momentum you know i don't my brain doesn't care about that i just want to fucking make it look cool and have fun doing it and not playing at 10 swing assist you're fucking just having fun and fucking just going at it like it, it and the animation is fantastic i think ign even posted a video where uh you can literally press the trigger for the web when you're literally like an inch off the ground and your and spider-man will hover off the ground to make sure you don't hit the ground to stop your momentum and I totally get how that can be, you know, off-putting for it's people. But like, but like for me personally, the only thing I care about is having fun swinging and like doing that and going at the last minute is fucking awesome. I just love continuing that momentum and just yeah, it it looks really cool. Well, put it on like five or six. Just trust me, dude. Just trust me. <laughs> just try it. Just See, try it. I fucking I come from playing, and of course we all do, but I come from playing the Treyarch games where my biggest gripe of the Treyarch games was the fucking positional based web slinging because you had to fucking hit certain spots, otherwise you lose all momentum, and that would frustrate me in those games. Those games were great, don't get me wrong, but like those specific aspects, I, that would frustrate frustrate me. Totally get mm. that it's not as complicated and, you know, it's a lot easier. No, that's fair, but... because it's just all about what you find enjoyable, right? It's right. like, because it seems like Christian and I are like, we look for the challenge in the traversal where you, it's like, I want the traversal just to feel good and to get me to where I need to go and look cool while doing it. So yeah. I think that's I think that's totally fair. And again, 
PlayStation Studios across the board have been really good at this. But yet again, I think it's just like if if there's credit to give, give credit. The accessibility features and the fact that they have sliders like this in this game, so that no one person feels left out and feels like they're being forced into something, is really cool. So the fact that there is this slider in the first place and gives people the option of either or is big thumbs up. Awesome. Yes. Um, but yeah, as somebody who enjoys the traversal almost as in as a as a mini game of its own, I I definitely enjoy having to think. Oh, about that is that. the game for me, man. Right, that exactly. Is the game yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Because then it feels good when you pull off that super cool looking thing. Yeah. And instead of it being done for you, it's like you had to kind of plan it out. But it comes at the cost of like very regularly falling and hitting a building or doing something. And you're like, oh, crap. Okay, now I got to get up. But the the slingshot thing you can do, so friggin' cool. When like that never, that does never oh. not feel good. And like mm -hmm. lining it up perfectly where you get a nice shot where it's like you're looking down a long stretch. Yes. And you shoot out your two webs and just yank yourself forward. Oh, my God. There's, that feels so good. There's so many cool additions to, to traversal beyond the, the web wings. And one of my favorites is the way you wrap around buildings mid-swing now. I, I yes. love doing that one. Wait, so cool. Are you guys playing with fall damage on? No. I turned oh, that off. I did not. That, 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 I mean, that's off, that's off by default. <laughs> I know. It is, yeah. But it's not realistic, though, right? Spider-Man dies if he falls 17 No one said I'm going for, like, supreme realism. <laughs> I have it set to three, Dan. This isn't Daisy, Dan. <laughs> All right, Spider-Man Two, good game so far. Not as good as 2018, though. It's consensus for me. I would agree with that so far. All right, catch our full thoughts later next month, maybe. I wish Roe was playing it. I'll say that. I'll say that. I wish Roe was here. <laughs> I, I he would know what to do. He would know what to Ro do. Roe is here. I still no, I don't think Roe realizes how much how often we use that catchphrase. <laughs> in the middle of a random yeah. random match of pummel party or yeah, playing I was, golf with friends. I was saying I wish Ro was here when you guys were fucking going, man, Peter, come back, Peter, Peter, come here. Geeky. Geeky. Are you sure we have permission to use this? Jesus Christ. Uh, Such a square. I'm, I'm wearing Chelsea boots, Chelsea boots in present day, so I have to use Chelsea boots in this flashback to know so you know who I am. I'm 13 years old and don't have a single piece of hair on my body, but I'm wearing Chelsea boots and a scarf. Five minutes of this row. Can I just say, but like really though, Marco is sitting in a box. He is about to get shipped off to Rikers to be violated for the next 10 to 20 years. And Miles Morales looks at this man dead in the face and says, if you need help, just ask. Yeah. What does that do to someone? As I'm into a super villain. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna start the cycle over again. He's gonna be thinking well, about that. Wait a minute, but to be fair, one of the side right. missions in the open world is to help him. So literally, you do help don't, him. Don't get me started on the side missions, man. You do help you don't him. Like though. the side missions? Wow. I'm Have sorry. Have you played the the pigeon one? I I I enjoyed that one uh, very Did much. You play I, the I, one I, with I, the, the grandpa. I, yeah, that one's good too. The other ones, not so much. <laughs> I sent I sent a video clip one to Gage and made me laugh. <laughs> I will not be saying this on stream. It was so funny. There uh, are certain Insomni side missions we are not allowed to not like. Let's just put it that way. Oh Insomni <laughs> I, it just Insomniac is so white. It's so funny. Yes. Yes. Sometimes it feels a little bit like get out. You know what I mean? Where it's like this is <laughs> yeah. you guys are trying yeah. really hard. Yeah. And uh, let me like, just say like spray painting. 
this is not new criticism, okay? It's spray painting, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, everyone was loud and clear in 2018. This is a fantastic game, but these walking missions are kind of lame. And then they just recontextualized them for the second one. They didn't get rid of them, so it's not like this is new criticism. We were all on the same page before, but now can't really criticize these ones, I don't think. But they're still walking missions. I enjoy still slowing them. the pace down unnecessarily. I enjoy. Wait, are we talking about hey, like the ones where they play as throw people? the basketball? Are, you, <laughs> are we talking about the ones where you do missions as Peter and Miles, like instead of Spider Man? Some and sometimes other supporting characters. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten to that, I guess. But yeah, you'll like it. It's fun. It's real fun. I like some of those actually. I did too, Dan. I'm with you. Okay. Thank you. But it somehow hurts the pacing of the of this game to have so many of them so early on. Right. Okay. Thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube and Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your pods. Thank you, Roshan. Thank you, me. Thank you, Gage. That's Daniel. And this has been PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. Thank you, Ginky. Genki, spank me. <laughs> <laughs>